The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday presented by DraftKings. And, yeah, there are some things I want to tell you guys about a little bit later. But I like to keep you on your toes. Plus, Andrew Brandt is in the car. He's traveling today, but we still need his knowledge. So I'm going right to him. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Andrew, always good to talk with you. Always, always appreciate you being flexible, even while you're on the road. I want to start with what you wrote this week for the MMQB about Lamar Jackson because I was at that game on Sunday, got a chance to see him play, and I did think a little bit about him not having a contract extension. I know that's something you wrote about this week. Yeah, Ross, good to be with you from the road. It's really something I've been following for weeks. Start with Josh Allen getting his extension, one of the three quarterbacks that was up for extension this year after three years in the league. Two of them did not get deals before the season, as we know, Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. The Lamar one's even more interesting, as you know, because as you saw up close, he's the most unique player in the league, in my opinion, on the field, and maybe the most unique player off the field, because all reports indicate, like his rookie contract, he's doing it without a traditional agent. Now we mom's involved and maybe he's got some experts helping him <laughs> maybe the NFLPA is helping him that's probably true but without a traditional agent and here's my take Ross <laughs> this presents some risk obviously now we're not talking about a 10 million deal like his rookie deal we're talking about a 100 million plus deal so there's risk but I talk about the real risk is on the Raven side they don't want to take advantage of this And I learned the hard way. I had players I negotiated with at the Packers without an agent. And you know what? In hindsight, I did the wrong thing. I got too good of deals. And it came back to haunt me in the Packers. Players were unhappy. The market passed them by. They got upset with the team. Now, the stakes are raised the bigger the player. I never had superstar players do that. But think about the Ravens. They cannot give him anything but a really good deal. Because, Ross, you know 
if they don't, he's going to hear about it starting day one. And you don't want your franchise player thinking that in contract, what the Ravens did to him. So I sort of talk about column and on the podcast, the Business of Sports podcast this week, how much risk there is, not only for Jackson, but Wow. So are you saying, Andrew, that because he doesn't have an agent, he almost has a better chance to get a really good deal because the Ravens realize they can't, you know, put one over on him? I think it's the same so I guess what I'm saying is the same. You know, the, the, the language is going to be pretty set because they do their language for all contracts the same way. You know, unless they break break open like the Steelers did with T.J. Watt and all of a sudden guaranteeing here, you know, that's a precedent that was in this year. You don't see that very often. But I'm just saying for the Ravens to act like they can get a good deal could if you were having a traditional agent, I think be risky. So we don't know the particulars, Ross. Maybe he wants more of a Prescott short-term deal, not a Josh Adrick Mahomes long-term deal. If I were his agent, I certainly would want the Prescott model, and maybe that's holding it up. But for whatever reason, they haven't gotten a deal done. It doesn't seem like they maybe will this year. Well, and I got to tell you, Andrew, I know what people say about Dak Prescott's injury and he's still got the money and he's fine. You know, Lamar Jackson's a different kind of player. You know, his legs are such a huge factor in his success that if he suffered a torn Achilles or, you know, a torn patella tendon, I don't care what anybody says, I don't believe he's getting the same contract he would have gotten before that. I'm going to push back on you, Ross, against that because I think even Lamar Jackson would not be hurt by a serious injury. I know Dak Prescott's different, but Dak relies on his legs a lot. I think about NBA superstars, uh, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. Of course, they're going to get maximum no matter what. They rely on their legs. I think about Allen Robinson coming off an ACL, getting a huge free agent deal uh, after Jacksonville. I just think Lamar Jackson does rely on his legs, but if the Ravens screw around with that contract based on an injury after the Cowboys didn't with Prescott, I think that's risk, too. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I do think Dak Prescott has changed the game because the reason players sign early, and I use this as a team negotiator, is to get them to sign up and because of risk of injury. And... Dak Prescott has changed the game in a precedent that gruesome injury or not, he got what I think is the best deal in the history of NFL for young quarterbacks. You know, speaking of quarterback injuries, Andrew, wow. I mean, what what a Sunday in the NFL with Wentz and Mayfield. Mayfield came back into the game. Tyrod Taylor's out. Andy Dalton's out. Tua Tungavailoa is out. I mean, it's at least five quarterbacks got hurt on Sunday, something you didn't really have to deal with when you were in Green Bay. But it immediately makes the backup quarterback position just so important. Yet for you, I know you, you, you always just gave a guy the minimum because you weren't worried about it. It's kind of crazy. You, you don't know how the rest of the NFL really lives. No, I was so spoiled. And 
you know, Brett Favre was on the telecast with Manning Brothers the other night, and it just brought so many memories on TV. And that was a big one, Ross. I said kind of facetiously on Twitter, maybe 10% serious, that when we cut the team every uh, every end of August, we said, why don't we just keep one quarterback? You know, because we knew Greg would never miss a snap, and if we had to get someone on the on the fly, we could. But, yeah, I was spoiled. And that's that's the thing with, back, with quarterback. You know, it's so frustrating to see because these are the people you rely on. Now, in, in a lot of these cases, Rob, I know Bears fans are waiting for uh, Justin Fields. And we'll see what happens there. Uh, Carson Wentz, people aren't that surprised because he's been hurt a lot. It's going to be interesting to see. And the whole Houston thing, it's, you know, we've talked a lot about podcasts where Deshaun Watson's on the team. Now they have a quarterback injury, but he's still not going to play. So is he really on the team or not? No one knows. Well, and, you know, the thing I would think is interesting where it's like the Texans with Tyrod Taylor uh, is out, so it looks like Davis Mills is going to start tomorrow night, the rookie from Stanford. You know, for the Bears, I don't think Andy Dalton's going to play, so Justin Fields will start. You know, I'm not saying these teams want this to happen, Andrew, but it just it's uncanny how often it happens that these veteran placeholder quarterbacks get injured early in the season and the rookies take over. Well, you mentioned Tyrod. You know, he's the poster child for that. Tyrod Taylor's placeholder for Baker Mayfield two years ago, uh, or was it three years ago, and kind of concussion three games in, Baker takes over. Last year, of course, he had the unfortunate puncture of his lung uh, with the injection, and Justin Herbert takes over. Never see Tyrod again. I don't know if Davis Mills is going to be that for Houston, but you know there should be a whole thirty for thirty about Tyrod Taylor. Uh, he's the ultimate placeholder. He came in as a low round pick, and now he's serving this role. He's a very interesting guy. Um, speaking of an interesting guy, I know you've had a lot to say on Twitter the last couple of days about your guy, Aaron Rodgers, after uh, the Packers righted the ship Monday night. Yeah, I'm biased. <laughs> I just don't get the drama. I, I don't get the, you know, he, there was a lot of talk before the game, and maybe it even hasn't stopped after the game, that he caused, he's caused so much issue with the he doesn't look right on the sideline. Does he really care? I mean, what has Aaron Rodgers done to the Packers? He's voiced some concerns about not being consulted. I think most people, even the, the trollers, have said, yeah, maybe they should consult the best player on the team who's been there for 12 years. Um, but I don't get it. You know, I, is that worse than T.J. Watt or Dwayne Brown or Jamal Adams not practicing deliberately during training camp? Aaron Rodgers was there the whole time practicing. He missed a two-day minicamp. That's all he's really missed. So I don't get it with Rodgers. I think people just have a problem with him. And um, 
you know, I talked to you about this last week. The, the idea that his offseason would somehow affect a third and ten in September, it's just stupid. <laughs> I just don't get it sometimes. Last thing, Andrew, um, business and sports this week. What do you have for us? Well, going to those two topics, we just hit on one. Lamar Jackson, I really get deep. You know, what kind of contract would he be looking for? How his lack of agent is affecting things? My experiences with the lack of agent uh, and how much I learned from those experiences. The risk for the Ravens. I talked some about Aaron, and then I really get into some NBA news. Because I think this Ben Simmons thing in Philadelphia is really going to play out interesting. You have a guy with four years left on his contract who says, I'm not showing up. Uh, it's going to be a stare down, and I think the NBA office might get involved. So I talk about that on this branch rant edition of the podcast this week. Wow, that is interesting. Just out of curiosity, Andrew. Would you ever recommend a guy not have an agent like Lamar Jackson? Like if he said to you, what do you think, Andrew? Would you say, yeah, you can do it by yourself or you can do it with your mom or whatever? Yes and no. I guess I would not recommend no professional help. I don't know if I said that right. I would recommend professional help. Does it have to be the traditional sports agent do a contract charge 3% or 2% or 1%? No. It could be Lamar negotiating the terms and a lawyer or an expert or a financial uh, analyst with a CPA going over the terms. Um, so, again, I'm a former agent. I, I understand the value of agents as well as anyone, but I'm not 100% you need an agent like they've always been. I think sometimes professional help beyond just an agent can be good enough. Check him out on social media, at Andrew Brandt. He is the man, the Business of Sports podcast, his column at MMQB. But, yes, I know how much of you, how many of you love listening to Andrew uh, on the Ross Tucker Football podcast. Well, make sure you're checking out the Business of Sports podcast because it's all Andrew, and he goes deep into a lot of these same topics that we touch on. Thank you so much, Andrew, for uh, calling in from the road. I'm glad we were still able to get your insight on Lamar and Aaron. You got it, Ross. Happy to do it. Talk soon. There he is, Andrew Brandt. Speaking of Andrew Brandt being on the road, let's all hope that Andrew has Duralast Elite brake pads, which are available exclusively at AutoZone. Why? Because we love Andrew. And we know that Duralast parts are proven tough. Duralast Elite takes it to a whole other level. They're made with advanced technology to deliver reliable stopping power for three times longer than a typical Duralast pad. Man, is that good news, especially if you find yourself in a lot of stop and go traffic or if you typically drive with heavier loads in your car, they've got this fancy protective hex pattern, keeps them performing longer. You know, my old brakes used to squeak a little bit, which annoyed me. These are safer, smoother, and quieter stops. And since AutoZone has over 6,000 locations nationwide and more ways to shop online and in-store, you will have absolutely no problem picking up a set we need the most. The future of stopping Starts with Duralast Elite Brake Pads only at AutoZone.
Good morning, Ross. Well, uh, probably the biggest football news yesterday, Cleveland Browns putting wide receiver Jarvis Landry on IR with a sprained MCL. Right. I don't think he's ever missed a game before, Bri. So obviously, number one, he's a really good player. I think he is a security blanket of sorts for Baker Mayfield out of the slot. They know what they're going to get. He's reliable. He's tough as nails. I love his competitive toughness, the way he plays. And I think he's a real leader on the team. I mean, I think that's another part of this is that they're, they're losing a guy that is a, a big-time leader for what they're trying to get done there in Cleveland. So this is something to watch to see if it has an impact on them. Now, the flip side is it sounds like Odell Beckham Jr., could be or should be coming back from injury shortly, maybe even as early as this week, which would be good timing and absolutely necessary timing for the Browns. It's funny. It feels like they can't get these two guys on the field at the same time. They're like best friends. But at this point, they just need another good receiver for at least the next few weeks while Landry's out. I wouldn't expect him to be out too long with a sprained MCL, obviously going on IR, he's out at least three weeks. That's the rule now. But I don't know that it'll be much longer than that. Takes. Other transactions include the Packers cutting tight end Jay Sternberger, the 49ers signing Jacques Patrick. Is that Jacques? Is that what we're calling him? You know what? I got to be honest with you, Bri. I have no idea. It could be Jacques Patrick. It could be – sometimes guys are Jacques, but – he is J-A-C-Q-U-E-S, so I'm going to go Jacques. All but right. a, lot of, a lot of those guys that with names spelled like that end up being Jacques. So uh, we will just, you know, I think, Bri, this, not to get on my soapbox here, but the smartest people I know and the people I respect the most in life freely admit what they don't know freely admit things they don't know because they're not insecure they're confident in who they are and what they are that if they don't know something they freely admit i I don't know i don't know how to pronounce his name well anyway uh mr patrick was uh signed by the 49ers off the Bengals practice squad and one other note the steelers signed former first round pick taco charlton to their practice squad so I've got notes on all three of these. First of all, Jay Sternberger, I think, was like a third-round pick in 2019. And I remember Greg Cosell really liked him. It just hasn't ever clicked for him in Green Bay. I don't really know what happened there. But for whatever reason, it has not clicked for Jay Sternberger in Green Bay. It just hasn't. Now he's cut. Um, and what's really bad about that, to take you guys a little inside baseball, why do they always say inside baseball when you say something like this? Like, why isn't it inside football or inside basketball? I'm so confident in what I don't know because I'm, as you were referring to one of the smartest people there, I'm just going to say I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I, I feel your sarcasm, Bri, but I'm, I'm just happy that you're actually paying attention to the show, which is nice. So I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh, inside baseball. Paying attention now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Lost my train of thought. You need to um, you need to be on a roster 
an active roster for three games for it to count as a season for all of your benefits, right? So pension, 401k, annuity, severance, HRA, like there's a lot. Uh, it's, you know, one of the best parts about being an NFL player, it's the benefits. Jay Sternberger cut after two games. So he needs some team to sign him this year for one game so that he it counts as a season for all of his benefits. Makes a big difference over the long haul. Uh, for Jacques Patrick, what an unbelievable opportunity. I mean, one second, you're just hanging out on the Bengals practice squad. The next second, you go to 49ers? Like, the best place to go as a running back in the NFL? And you're going to get that kind of an opportunity? I mean, I think he's going to get playing time. They have no other running backs. And to be in that running back system, he's 230 pounds. He runs downhill. I'm really excited for him. I mean, this is he. This might be a life-altering opportunity for him. The things I like about Taco Charlton, number one, I love the name. Number two, I love that the Steelers signed him literally on Taco Tuesday. And number three, if you remember – the Cowboys took him into the T.J. Watt. I mean, you want to talk about making a difference. They could have had T.J. Watt, who's a perennial defensive player of the year candidate, and instead they're going to go ahead and take Taco Charlton, who's now being signed to the Steelers' practice squad? Wow, dude. I mean, you want to talk about franchise, literally – Franchise-altering decisions. Tuck's takes. Other random notes include the International Combine at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in October and the now Caesars Superdome, the roof in New Orleans. Caught on fire yesterday. Are you a big taco guy, Bri? I, I, I like tacos. I wouldn't classify myself as a big taco guy. Hard shell or soft shell? Soft shell. So this is an interesting question. Who, I don't know that I know anybody that likes hard shell anymore. You know, hard shell, it's like one crunch, like one bite, and it starts to break apart, and it becomes like a a greasy mess. Soft shell is just so much better. I mean... It, I would love to see the sales of soft shell to hard shell. And I would love to hear if there are people out there that still prefer hard shell. Cause I just don't get it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm a, I'm a soft shell flour guy, not as opposed to corn. I like the flour tortillas. Yeah. So they have soft shell, they have soft shell, uh, corn too. That doesn't make that much of a difference to me. I think I'd prefer flour, but is are, is soft shell corn healthier than soft shell flour? Probably, right? Uh, Coming from a vegetable rather than flour. Probably, yeah. But uh, so at know. that point, at that point, then I would go soft shell corn because uh, a I'm crazy healthy, and b you're getting the flavor from the meat and the cheese and the toppings and like the taco seasoning, whether or not it's a corn or flour soft shell really doesn't make that much of a difference. Do you think it does, Brian? 
I think that's to each his own personal preference. No, wrong. There's right and wrong answers when it comes to food, and my answers are right. And I have the microphone, and I'm saying the truth. Anyway, go ahead. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. Did you say that? Did you say the international come? Oh yeah, you did already. Um, okay. I love that they're having an international combine. I think there's a lot more people playing American football in Europe, certainly Germany, certainly UK than people realize. And let's be honest, okay? They're looking for physical phenoms. They're looking for guys like Jordan Mailata. And you go to the combine and you show that you might have unique physical traits that they're not going to get you in the NFL more than likely. They're going to get you maybe a chance to play in college over here in the States. And then you might be able to get in the NFL. But I love that. You know, I believe that American football is far superior to soccer. I've played both. I understand the passion for soccer. I, I, I enjoyed playing soccer. I think it is a beautiful game. I don't think it's the same as putting a helmet and shoulder pads on and running into another guy as hard as you can. It's just different. So I want to spread the football gospel to as many people as possible. So that's what I believe. Uh, that's why I'm happy about international combines. How does a roof catch fire, Bri? And what do you know about that since you live down there? Uh, I honestly know nothing about it except that I saw the headline when I woke up and I was scrolling my Twitter news feed this morning. I didn't read the whole article. I have no idea what happened. And by, by well, living down here 80 miles away from the Superdome really has no impact on you knowing more or less about that story than me. So, sorry. I can't help on that one. That's all right. What I do know is that it's Wednesday, which means we're only two days away from a new Spread the Word winner. And I am telling you guys, these are some of the coolest press passes I've ever had. Like, ever. And, I mean, Eagle season passes from a couple years ago with my picture on it. If you're an Eagles fan, that you want to talk about a collector's item that nobody else would have? Yeah, it's a sign. It's Ross Tucker's signed season Eagles pass. All you have to do is spread the word via social media. At Ross Tucker NFL. At Ross Tucker Pod. In particular, quote tweets. I like the quote tweets about how great the show is. Because then we can retweet them and people see that. And hopefully it gets more people to actually listen to the show. So you got a real good chance if you quote tweet either at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod when we post about the show. Sponsor confirmation email winner. Still giving out Maddens. I'll give out another Madden on Friday. All you have to do is take advantage of any of our sponsors, including putting the PixWise app on your phone. And it's pretty easy, actually, to win. If you send me multiple sponsor confirmations, Ross at RossTucker.com, you're probably going to win one of these weeks. It'd be surprising if you didn't, if you want one of these free Maddens I still have. And then the YouTube shout-out, I love this, because all you have to do is go to our YouTube page, click the thumbs up to subscribe, it's free, and then make any comment so I know you're engaged, Maverick, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And then I will do one of those cameo style videos for you. Cameo style shout out, which is really cool. People pay me to do those on cameo all the time. You get it for free and you get to ask me an email question, Bri. 
Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. So the email address is ross at rostucker.com. Anybody that gets a sponsor confirmation email, even if you want the Madden, send me an email question because I'm really low on email questions. Like this might be my last one. So send them in. I love your email questions. Ross at RossTucker.com. Go ahead, Bry. Hey, Ross. This is Ed Lane. Ed with the fast lane. For months, I've been hearing about your Raycon wireless earbuds. Ironically, it's often while listening on substandard earphones on my morning runs. Well, uh, those just went uh, kaput, so I'm waiting for my Raycons to come in. Uh, my question is... Ross, what are some of the behind-the-scenes challenges of hosting a podcast that listeners may not consider? Wow, Ed, you want to talk about awesome timing. That is really good timing. Um, so a couple ones, that, a couple things that jump out to me. Schedules, especially for us. I think other podcasts perhaps the producer or the host don't travel as much as Brian and I do. So um, some of the challenges specific to our podcast are Brian and I both do games on the weekends and sometimes I do it during the week. So our travel schedules and coordinating when to actually record the podcast is difficult because of our travel schedules. That's number one. Then you have to get the guest schedule involved too, like Andrew on the phone this morning, which was not ideal. Did not know um, till later that Andrew was going to be driving back from, I think it was like in West Virginia or something. So the technical aspect of it uh, has gotten easier over the years, I would say, but can still be difficult, especially since we're trying to do video now for YouTube. So the technical aspect sometimes is an issue. Like Andrew was obviously audio only for those of you that don't watch at YouTube today. So that's a challenge. And then a real challenge, which kind of goes into the first one, I would say. Well, two more challenges. A real challenge that goes into the first one of schedules is that our podcast format is time sensitive, right? So if I ever start another podcast – it will be what they call an evergreen, meaning Brian and I can record five on a Wednesday at midnight and then just air them whenever we want because it's not time sensitive. But our shows, we believe that we are the best 30 minutes on-demand audio NFL content every day, right? So what that means is we got we to gotta, we gotta pay the bills every day. Like We got to... Whatever happened, the, the game the night before, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, we got to talk about it. You guys are expecting us to talk about it. Whatever the news is, we got to talk about it. So it's an everyday thing as opposed to an evergreen. So that's three. And then the fourth one would be just really hard to grow. It's really hard to grow podcasts these days because there are so many of them. And it's hard for people to hear about new ones. It's hard for people to hear about, you know, podcasts like ours, especially if you're not, you know, like at the ringer or NFL.com or ESPN.com. So those are four off the top of my head, Bri. 
I agree with everything you're saying. As as I'm as you're talking, I'm thinking, oh yeah, Monday morning, I'll be coming back from Los Angeles. I've got a 7 a.m. flight. That means we're probably going to keep the same time, which means I'm going to be getting up and doing this at 3:30 in the morning Pacific time on Monday morning. So, you know what? That's what the off season is for: is to rest uh, to rest up during the season. This is this is what we do. So, a little less sleep. That's fine. It's a really good point, Bri. Uh, I make the majority of my income over these four months doing games and stuff, and it is a grind. There's not a lot of time for uh, a social life during football season. I'm not complaining. I get plenty of social life in the off season, and I still find a way to go out to dinner with my wife like on a Wednesday night or something. But if you think about it, Monday night watching a game, Thursday night watching a game, Friday, I'm in a hotel doing a college game. Saturday, do the college game travel. Sunday, watching NFL all day. Sunday night, watching NFL. And really, even Tuesday and Wednesday night, a lot of times I'll go back and watch my college game. Or in the morning, I got to prep and watch the college teams I'm doing for the next game. It It's a grind, but it's a football grind. And I love football, which makes it not so much of a grind. Shout-outs, Pizza Boy Brewing. Good question, Ed. Love it. Keep them coming, please. Ross at RossTucker.com. Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com, of course. We will have the Fantasy Feast episode one today with Joe. It'll be great. Even Money podcast. We were both plus up in the black for the week. Make sure you listen or watch. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 